Well, hello, EK Nation. Welcome to a new edition of This Week in Carding, episode number 35. It's June the 15th, 2021. Uh, a ton has happened over the last couple of weeks, so we'll bring you up to speed, as we always do. Those of you who may be new to This Week in Carding, really our podcast that uh, brings you all the major news that has made its way to the EKN homepage over the last couple of weeks. Absolutely ideal for your morning or afternoon commute to work, or if you're in the, uh, if you're in the shop uh, working on the cart, you can do that as well. Um, just a great way to kind of get to speed and everything that's going on with the sport. This particular edition of This Weekend Carding presented by Briggs Racing. Briggs & Stratton is powering Operation Grassroots around the world. No other engine manufacturer is getting new and returning drivers to the kart track like the Briggs 206. The out-of-the-box performance of the Briggs 206 provides the most fun, excitement, and reliability of any karting engine on the global market. Learn more about the 206 engine and the history behind Briggs & Stratton's century-long commitment to motorsports at www.briggsracing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Well, again, off the top, folks, my name's Rob Howden, joined by David Cole, the managing editor of eCardingNews.com. Our last show, a uh, little less than a month ago, so David and I are getting a little more consistent. May the 19th was the last show, but David, lots of stuff. You've been working hard. Uh, we've been trackside a bit. We've got a bit of a lull now until we get back to some national racing, but lots of stuff, uh, stuff going up on the website. Yeah, and we're into the summer season. A lot of racing is going on, and I think that's kind of going to be the focal point over pretty much uh, in June and July with uh, a lot of karting events, not so much nationally, but a lot of regional and yeah. obviously club and special events here and there. So uh, a lot of racing now with, uh, you know, school out for a lot of the, for all of the kids basically. And, uh, and so families going to the racetracks and families going camping, lots, lots of activities going on around the country. Well, the funny thing is, you know, people talk a lot about uh, about how social media kind of changes the way you feel, and because what you see is the you know, what, the people you follow, you know, whatever whatever the 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 theme is on your social media. <laughs> Just what you talked about, families going out karting. My social media, it's all karting and racing and food. So, I, social media doesn't negatively affect me because all I see, all I see, David. Facebook, people having a great time at the racetrack. I know people were just at the Stars Championship race this past weekend. We saw stuff down at Homestead. Big weekend in Texas, up in the Pacific Northwest. For me, social media makes me happy because that's what I see. Uh, the stuff I follow on social is all about people having a great great time at the car tracks. Yeah, and also gets you updated with, uh, obviously, yeah. things that are going on in the news and especially the karting industry. And uh, and that's essentially what our This Week in Karting is really kind of about, what, what's happened over the last couple of weeks that, uh, has, as you said, has hit our uh, our homepage, hit our social media network, and everything like that. So let's, let's jump into some of that news, David. You're the one that's obviously managing the website. You post all the stuff that comes in. Some pretty cool news coming in, and ironically, it's it's our lead story, and we just had the, this podcast brought to you by uh, Briggs and Stratton. But David, some big news with Briggs. Obviously, over the last year, it's been very interesting—a restructuring financially. People are wondering, hey, you know, with Briggs, you know, doing what they did, are they still going to be fo focused on supporting carding? Well, I think they dropped the hammer with a really big uh, indication, a confirmation that Briggs and Stratton is staying in carding for good. Uh, talk a little bit about the about Briggs and Stratton announcing that they're returning as the sponsor at the Motorplex at Road America. Yes, it's going to be back to the Briggs and Stratton Motorplex at Road America. It uh, it had that held that name for a little bit uh, in in the past, 
And uh, is, so it's returning back to that name. Uh, this is kind of like the first steps of Briggs and Stratton saying, hey, look, yeah. we we are involved and we're investing in the sport, in motorsports, not just, you know, not just karting, but all of motorsports that they're involved in because they are involved in a different number of different aspects within racing. So this is kind of that, that first little step into saying, you know, Hey guys, we're, 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 we're here and we're here to stay. We're not going anywhere. So I think it's, it's a good step towards that, uh, you know, getting, getting people off the ledge about, Oh, Briggs is going away. Briggs is going away. They're not going away. This again, that's the kind of the difference that we see with Briggs and Stratton. It's, it's a public company. It's a, it's a, it's a corporation. It's not just a cart engine manufacturer who decides to either do this or do that. There's so many different steps you have to take within a corporation. And, you know, it, it takes time to, to get through all the, all the different steps and procedures in order for, for things to happen. And this is one of those steps that, uh, that Briggs and Stratton and Briggs racing is doing. That's it. Exactly that. And listen, folks, I think we all know that the Briggs and Stratton 206 program has literally revitalized karting uh, in this sport over the last you know handful of years, uh, almost a decade now. And, uh, you know, obviously a core component of the, the Margie Ignite program, which is part of this revival as well. Uh, the 206 really has pressed the reset button. And, and everywhere we look, especially after COVID, people getting out from the houses, getting back to the racetrack, the 206 class is exploding everywhere. But I think this particular deal to put the Briggs and Stratton name back on the cart track at Road America, such a fantastic facility, been around for, God, I don't even know when it started, but got to be close to 20 years. We, you look back at, at Graham Rahal winning stars of karting races at the track there. So this is a, a core racetrack in our sport. And just to have Briggs, again, put their name on top of that, just, for me, a really cool sign of things to come. Briggs really doubling down on their support of our, of our, uh, of our discipline. Yeah, and they've always been there. They've always had support of of our sport and other motorsports as well. And so it's not something that's going away uh, anytime soon. So again, it just took a little time for for everything you can. It's a corporation. It has to go through the certain steps, and they've done that. And and now they're they're moving forward. They, I mean, obviously, what they when they started doing all the apparel sales that they've been doing uh, throughout the twenty twenty one season towards the end of last year as well. That's, I mean, that's a key aspect of, okay, they're looking at continuing marketing motorsports and not only motorsports, but the Briggs 206 package that, uh, that has been so solidified within the United States and really reaching around the world. Yeah. And, and stick let's, let's move to the next bit now too. Obviously this connects again with the Briggs 206 uh, senior class and Briggs 206 racing. David, we had a chance to talk with, uh, the promoters of the United States Karting Grand Prix, the event at Mo- uh, Utah a motorsports campus that will take place in late July. They've actually stepped up and confirmed that the Briggs 206 senior class as part of that program, a pro class now, cash, $500 to the winner, courtesy of RLV Tuned Exhaust. Yeah, it's, again, a unique event. It's a, a standalone event bringing both road racing and sprint racing together uh, at one facility at the Utah Motorsports Campus in uh, Grantsville, Utah. We were just there for the Supercarts USA Pro Tour Spring Nationals. Uh, it's, again, it's it's under, the, the racetrack is under new ownership, so they're slowly building back that, that club level that they had uh, when the facility first opened up uh, roughly over a decade ago. And and uh, adding events like these certainly help. And it's a little bit 
of a uh, a melting pot of organizations coming together to to put on this event. As we said, it's both road racing and sprint, and so you're gonna they're pinpointing a number of categories that uh, are are gonna kind of be the headliners, and they've added the 206 senior as one of those headline categories with uh, the $500 to win, courtesy of RLV Tune Exhaust. I like it. Uh, an event, uh, July 23rd, 24th, 25th, Utah Motorsports Campus in Grantsville, Utah, as David and I just mentioned. Uh, sprint set up for the sprint track, uh, qualifying three heat races in a final. Road racing, David, uh, basically the, the way that the road racing approaches things, eight different race groups on both Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, exactly. The sprint is, I believe, over the three days. So you have uh, practice for much of Friday, I believe, qualifying at the end of the day. You have your three heat races on Saturday and then the main events on Sunday. Registration open for both those programs still, folks, for the United States Karting Grand Prix at Utah Motorsports Campus, open until July 11th. Uh, Last but not least, David, let's wrap up this first segment of our This Week in Karting podcast for today. Uh, PSL Karting, uh, been around the sport for a long time, just uh, celebrated what last couple of years celebrated. I think it was their 25th anniversary, I believe, 20th or 20, 25th anniversary in the sport. They have added TM Racing products to their distribution line. Yeah, they become the sole North American distribu- distributor for the TM Racing line of products, certainly with the, the KZ categories kind of getting a rebirth here in the United States and North America combined. Uh, it kind of helps to uh, to bring on the uh, the TM product line that they are doing. Uh, gives them kind of a the TM a solid home here in North America with PSL Karting because, as you said, that long history of working with a number of different product lines over their uh, two decades that they've been in business. Uh, so again, yeah, that's kind of the focal point with the the KZ R1 engine. Certainly the uh, the crown jewel right now of the KZ uh, category here that we're seeing in, in North America. Uh, along with the new 135cc KZM1. That's certainly an engine that we'll have to kind of get more information yeah. about and learn. Well, it's interesting. You know, I, I look back and think about PSL Karting when I first got into the sport as a journalist in the mid-90s and then started Shifter Card Illustrated Magazine. I remember when we went uh, we went racing, uh, I was an S3 driver. That was the rookie shifter class in Scusa back in the day. And Scusa, uh, Florida Winter Tour, I remember racing that program. And PSL Karting was their track side. Uh, and, they, and David... They were TM racing back then. I remember they actually, uh, uh, Mark Miller and I were both racing. Uh, Mark, of course, uh, now a, a, a veteran sports car racer, raced Le Mans. Uh, Mark and I were racing. He was S1, I was S3, and he actually had a PSL karting TM. These guys have been working with a TM product line. I want to bring this up because we're talking 20 years of these guys working with the TM line. I can think of no better company to become the sole distributor with, for, you know, Dominic Lebrecht and the crew over there. These guys have been TM for over two decades. Yeah, it's it's a long history between the two uh, companies. And and uh, again, as we said, with the KZ rebirth here in, in North yeah. America, it's certainly a, a good time to rekindle that uh, relationship and uh, continue it moving forward. All right, folks, our first break in the action, this edition of This Weekend Carding, our 35th episode of this podcast, with, which brings you all of the news that makes its way to the homepage on ecardingnews.com. We get back after this break. We're going to talk a little Rotax. We're going to talk a little FIA Carding Academy trophy. And we'll wrap things up with uh, a former F1 driver getting his way back into carding. Born from an idea years ago, the late founder of TAG USA, Tom Argy, to promote an event with multiple organizations working together, utilizing standardized rules, 
Fair and affordable racing with great awards for the benefit of the racers. A one-of-a-kind event was born, the U.S. Karting Grand Prix. Promoted by TAG USA, CES, WKA, Northern California Carters, Puget Sound Road Racing Association, and the Puget Sound Go-Kart Association, this event is truly a team effort. More than just a kart race, this unique event brings sprint and road racing together for three days, July 23rd through the 25th, at the beautiful Utah Motorsports Campus just outside of Salt Lake City. Sprint racing featuring Briggs, 100cc, tag, and shifter categories for all age groups. Road racing on the East Road Racing Track, hosting all the regular road racing classes Saturday and Sunday with all-day Friday practice. Highlighting the weekend will be pro racing in sprint with the pro shifter category, offering a winner-take-all cash prize of $5,000. The road racing track showcases the introduction of the Supercart Shootout. Four Supercart races all weekend, with the highest points finisher receiving a cash prize of $2,500. Be part of the karting event of the summer of 2021. Registration, regulations, hotel discounts, and more information is available now at www.uscartinggrandprix.com. History, success, family. Those are the three words that describe Comet Cart Sales, one of the longest tenured carting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation is located just outside of Indianapolis, and they have provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers throughout their near six decades of business. Comet's online store features everything you need continually adding new parts to their product line. Comet Kart Sales attends dozens of karting events every year, offering trackside service for racers and families. Karting veterans Mark Dismore Jr. and Gary Lawson provide one-on-one -on -one driver coaching and tuning assistance for each trackside customer. The engine building business, Comet Racing Engines, has won countless major events and championships over decades of karting, and they continue to offer the best trackside service in the industry. Make sure you head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be a part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. CKR is all about quality, and CKR USA is where you can get your hands on these winning chassis in the United States. It's the CKR Barracuda 32mm shifter cart chassis the 100cc focused Stingray. These are two popular models contributing to the success of this thriving brand. And CKR USA is where you'll find carts, parts, and everything you need to go racing. Delivering the latest innovation in kart racing technology, CKR carries its own distinctive frame design. Made from hand-selected material, CKR kart chassis combine the highest grade tubing and hardware, ensuring first-rate standards of production. CKR USA has a large footprint in the U.S. karting market and continues to grow rapidly throughout the country. Fully homologated chassis have been proven by top-notch performances from coast to coast in North America. CKR has stood on top of the podium in Supercarts USA and F-Series competition, as well as kart clubs around the country. The podiums and championships will continue to pile up in 2021. 
CKR USA is now in its sixth year of business and we're adding new authorized dealers and support centers for the chassis line. Visit ckr-usa.com or call 208-384-KART and go CKR Blue. Welcome back to the newest edition of This Week in Karting. Rob Howard alongside David Cole as we provide you with all the information that uh, works its way onto the homepage. Really, it's the news feed of eCarding News packaged up in podcast form. Great for listening on the way to work, on the way home, or if you're in the shop, wrenching away on those carts, getting things ready for a weekend event. Uh, David, as we do every year, kind of uh, being able to roll out the chassis partners for the new uh, Rotex Max Challenge Grand Final, the event takes place every year, brings all the top Rotex drivers from the world. So many nationalities come into the grand finals. And every year around this time, they lay out which chassis each category runs. Because everybody essentially on the same chassis, uh, or not essentially, everybody's on the same chassis, uh, depending on the categories. The event this year taking place December 11th to the 18th at the Bahrain International Karting Circuit. David will give us a little update on which classes are going to be on which chassis yeah everybody on the identical chassis in their respective categories we have uh seven this year with the addition of the electronic or electric motorized uh category the that's e20 it. division yeah. uh that's primarily based around the sodi cart chassis and that's continuing there uh along with the senior max and junior max categories on the sodi cart frame uh praga providing the chassis for the mini Minimax and DD2 Masters divisions, while the Burrell Arts will be uh, the supplier for Micro and DD2 Senior. So, again, three very familiar names that we're used to at the uh, the Rotex Max Challenge uh, Grand Finals. They've worked with uh, these three brands for a number of years. I can remember for sure Sodi and Burrell uh, back in the day when we went in 2006 yeah. in Portugal. Yeah. Um, so these are uh, these are brands that have continued their their support and uh, and and uh, with uh, with the Rotex program and Praga IPK karting continues that uh, with the Praga line as well. Yeah, big names of course in the sport, a big three uh, as part of the the manufacturing uh, community of karting. Great to see them on board again. That event December 11th to the 18th in Bahrain. Uh, David, one of the big stories, of course, last year in 2020 was Connor Zilich's uh, win, the championship win in the FIA Karting Academy Trophy. I'll give you a chance to kind of give a little overview of what that is for those who may not know about the FIA Karting Academy Trophy. But this year, the United States will be represented by a young driver from North Carolina that we know very well, Caleb Gaffera. Yeah, we put together an article on the program, again, for the 2021 program. As you said, Caleb Graffera going to be the representative for the United States. Essentially, what this is with the FIA providing the Academy Trophy, uh, it's very similar to the road tax where they put all these drivers from all, I want to say, 51 different countries, right? close to 50 countries. They got uh, uh, 50 drivers, maybe a couple from a few different countries uh, together. Uh, all on the identical chassis, all with the same engines, they actually swap engines from driver to driver, depending on sessions and the day, uh, and all on the same tires. So it's a very similar, uh, concept to what the Rotex grand finals is, but, uh, FI does it with, uh, with their, uh, their events. They hold it with the, the KZ European championships and the world championships at the end of the year, uh, three different events on the year. So it goes, uh, 
to um, Germany this week or this coming weekend, actually. Then they go to uh, Italy after that. And then they, they uh, end the season in Sweden uh, with their three different races. Obviously, this program has kind of helped develop uh, a number of different names, uh, Charles Leclerc being one of them. Uh, and also uh, last year's world champion, Callum Bradshaw, is another who's con- gone up through this program. So, uh, and very familiar last year uh, with American Connor Zillage winning the uh, actual championship uh, with two victories in the opening two rounds and uh, was able to hold on through the uh, the, the final event to uh, score the uh, the championship, become the first United States driver to win that uh, that title. Yeah, a pretty high bar for young Caleb <laughs> going in after Connor able to win the championship last year. Caleb just turned 13 years of age this past weekend, and over the last three seasons has been racing with PSL Karting. This year, though, David, his first year in the junior division, but doing a bunch of racing over in Europe in the OK Junior category on the Leclerc chassis with Lennox Racing. Of course, uh, Jordan Lennox Lamb uh, racing with CRG a number of years ago uh, in the Supercarts USA Pro Tour. But it, it, you know what, for me, uh, obviously Connor Zilich, what he was able to do last year, incredible. For, for Caleb, this really has to be about gaining a lot of experience against some really talented drivers from around the world. Uh, I, it is, I think though, you know, I mean, obviously they're, they were in different situations. Um, but you know, internationally, I think Connor had just about as much races internationally as, as what Caleb has done thus far. Um, obviously Connor was a little bit older. I believe he was, uh, turned 14 last year or, or around that, or at least is a little bit older than, uh, than what, uh, Caleb is. But, uh, you know, I, I certainly see the opportunity for Caleb to be uh, among the contenders, you know, certainly coming in with with the European experience that he's already gotten this season at the end of last year. Uh, he's shown he can win here in the United States, picking up his first uh, junior victory at the United States Pro Kart Series event against uh, many of the top juniors that we have in the country. So uh, I think he's kind of there. It's, uh, you know, getting accustomed to the Expree chassis that they're going to be on, something he's never driven. Uh, he's obviously gotten used to to driving the OK Junior uh, power plant. It's a little different. They do use a Delardo uh, carburetor, so it's a slide carburetor instead of a a, a tuna. You know, a, 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 um, oh my gosh, I can't think of it. The uh, the other type of carburetor, butterfly. butterfly? Yes, <laughs> that's the word I was looking for. Got you. And so uh, yeah, so uh, so that's you know, so there's there's obviously going to be a little bit of hurdles, but I think. I think, you know, when you look at it again, this isn't, you know, this isn't the OK Junior Championships. You know, this is this is a little bit of that, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to say semi pro, yeah. but, you know, it, it is it is a number of different drivers from a number of different countries who don't have the opportunities to come race in Europe all the time, like like Zillage did last year or Caleb has been doing this year. Copy. I, I, and I feel I, I think that's probably a good point as well. Uh, again, for Gaffera, it should be fun. You get a chance to represent the USA at the 2021 FIA Karting Academy Trophy. We'll uh, see what we can do to dial in full reports of all those events. And hey, maybe we were able to get Zillich to do uh, a driver diary. Maybe that's something we can look at this year as well with Caleb. Yeah, we'll for sure have a report on the on the weekend on Monday. Uh, we'll have that up on the website and uh, on social media and we'll continue to, I'm sure Caleb's going to have some press releases that he's been, as he's been doing all year long. 
uh, yeah, we'll see uh, if he's in the mood to write. You know, it is summertime. He doesn't have much to do except be at the cart track. So maybe <laughs> we'll it. get him to do some writing for us. All right, let's wrap up this section with uh, a guy at the, the very different part of the spectrum in terms of, of his uh, participation in the sport. We talk about Caleb just being 13 years of age. Some cool news coming out uh, over the last couple of weeks. Jaime Agnusari, uh, who was a Formula One driver with Scuderia Toro Rosso and, and ironically actually raced at the Super Nationals. I believe the same year that Schumacher came. I think Agnusari was there as well, running uh, running for Intrepid, I believe, that year. He's coming back to karting, David. He raced an F1 from 2009 to 2011, as I said, with uh, Toro Rosso. Making his return to karts, though, with CRG. I love seeing guys like this come back and run. Give me some more information on Agnusari coming back. Well, I'm tr- I'm trying to uh, to proof your your what you just said that uh, uh, that he did run at the Supernats when Schumacher was there, and I go look right now. You go look. I, I, he is not on the entry or you're not on the results, so I don't believe he ran that year. He did. I guarantee it. I'm going to go in here right now. You it's go. Not, I have the results right in front of me. I hear what you're saying. Unless bro. he ran under a different name, it, it's not. I hear it's not saying. there. Um, Sebastian Buemi did race on an Intrepid that year. Yeah, he was the other guy that was there. You, you 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 talk about it. I'll do some I'll do some work in here. I have the results right in front of me. I know, but anyway, anyway, uh, yes. So um, so he is joining the CRG factory for uh, at both the uh, FIA European Championships that'll be held in Germany and Italy, along with the World Championship in Sweden uh, later this year. So uh, right now he's kind of made that tr- transition away from racing. Uh, and has established a new career in music as a DJ. DJ Squire is the stage name that he goes under. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And so he's kind of trying to mix both racing and music together. So he's kind of, kind of that's kind of been his focal point uh, moving forward, and uh, likes to get back to uh, to karting and and is and is trying to see where, what he can do uh, getting back uh, with CRG. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm actually looking online, and, and literally it says, this is on the Scusa website, F1's Buemi and Agnusari confirmed for Scusa Supernationals and Super Pro. I don't know that he did not run, and I know that he was supposed to run. I, I, it's well, what year does that say? It says 2009. Okay. Well, he he is not in the main events wow. results and that he, I do have. Did he so. bail out? He possibly could have bailed out. <laughs> Red Bull could have said no. You never know, right? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll go to I'll go to the entry list to to see what you say. But as far as I know, no, I there was Sebastian Buemi uh, that was there, Schumacher, Kozlinski, uh, Iglesias, Abbas, yeah. Gary Cat, Artigo, Bray, Lammers. I wonder if he. I wonder if he, I wonder if he just didn't run. So he did not race. No, it's really interesting. He was supposed to come over. Well, there you go. He was supposed to come over, then bailed out. <clears throat> well, there you go. See, I I was correct. You were wrong. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let me throw this out here, though. If he if he if he's running back, maybe we can get him back to actually race this year. That you know that and that's the cool thing too. That I, I think way. is something uh, you know CRG Nordam and, and CRG Factory could possibly do. See if we can get him to uh, to be at the Supernats and actually race this time. And, uh, you know, with it being in December, you know, the championships will be long done over that. With that, uh, a lot of the uh, international racing in Europe and around the world will be will be pretty much completed. So, I, again, this year's Supernatch should see a number, you know, depending, again, on on travels and stuff like that. Uh, with the pandemic, we'll see. Uh, we should have a good number of international drivers in Vegas in December. Oh, and let me just throw this out there. 
He's 31, David, so he could run Masters. Yeah, he could run Masters, <laughs> but why would you when you're when you've raced F1? I mean, Ron White won't race Masters, That's right? Very true. I mean, he's, That's very true. And he's never raced F1, so there there are drivers that that you know they're not going to bail on the on their talents like that. So we got so we got to drop the you know we need to talk to you and Jeffrey and drop that 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 thought into Ewan's mind. Let's get let's get Eglisauri over to the Supernats. I think that'd be badass. I'd love to see that. I, yeah, I would. I would love to see a number of drivers uh, from from uh, international competition yeah. uh, coming over to race uh, the super nationals this year for sure. Now that we've, you know, kind of combined all the shifter categories into really one category now, uh, I think it would be fun to see and get him get a number of the uh, the top uh, KZ drivers in the world, and, and again, as you said, maybe some uh, some uh, other drivers who. Uh, Maybe some sports car racers that are in, in IMSA or something like that. Well, so. I know Will, Will Powers pushing some guys, as many guys as he can, to come to the Super Nationals this year. So I, I would love to see some guys. He's, he's kind of dropping the hammer on some guys to come out and run, which is exciting to me. Yeah, that'll be the other side of it, too. Uh, getting guys uh, within the IndyCar program, probably yeah. NASCAR guys could come out. You know, could we see a Jimmy Johnson come to the Super Nationals? Ooh. Could you imagine that? You know, he's been training right. like crazy in a cart uh over the last probably two years now uh pretty steadily you know you get some of those nascar guys uh maybe almost have like a, a nascar versus indycar race i you know what that's and will and i talked about that because he was trying to get scott dixon joseph newgarden to come out uh i know that will's probably going to want to run in x30 master if he does come uh but maybe there's a possibility of having a little sideline race with nascar versus indycar and, and versus IMSA. that'd be bad i think that'd be kick if i see jimmy johnson this weekend at road america i will ask him if, if he's ever considered coming out to that race that'd be that would be badass yeah <laughs> just yeah just put a little uh note in his ear yeah. now yeah. let me I, I will say this just to spin off of the of the super nationals because we're talking about before we go to our final break in this this podcast Kyle Kirkwood, of course, winning both races at Detroit in the Indy Lights, presented by Cooper Tires, swept the weekend, got himself to within four points in the championship. In the press conference, as we were talking, he did say the interesting thing is, is running there at Detroit reminded him so much of running at the Super Nationals, where you're running within the walls, it's really bumpy, you're kind of hanging it out there. But he literally, literally likened running the Indy Lights car at Detroit to running uh at the Super Nationals, which I thought was uh, such a cool connection. You think about how long ago it was when he ran the Super Nets. Well, and he did run shifter there. And if I recall, he won there. Um, I'm doing a double check here right now. David, you got Uh, it. I thought it was S5. You know what? It might have been S5. If I recall, you know, Patricio Award. Yeah, Pat Award was a S5 winner. Back in 2012, and then a year after in 2013 was Kyle Kirkwood. I, you know what? That's I feel like that's going to be a tweet I send out and ask those guys about it. I'm, I'm going to do that when we're done here today for sure. Uh, folks, uh, into our final break here on this edition of the uh, This Week in Carding. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about what we got uh, on the website for Canada Editorial. If you haven't had a chance to look at it yet, we'll let you know what podcasts are now available. Uh, we'll tell you what's coming up on the ECAN Radio Network, and then we'll say where we're going to be over the next couple of weeks. Stay with us, folks. Our final segment here on This Week in Karting, up next. At Solo Kart USA, designing and manufacturing the most driver-friendly carts has been our goal from the very beginning. Design, build, test, and then race over and over and over until it's perfect. The result is a cart that gives you complete confidence 
knowing that the equipment can get the job done and you can focus on what separates every field in karting, driver talent. How do you know how to tune your team's chassis if you're not driving it yourself? At Solo Kart USA, we drive our own carts and we race regularly. Solo Kart is our program and we race what we sell. Every lap we turn at tracks all over the country provides information and feedback that we use in further developing our chassis. After four years of dedicated testing and competition, our Solo Kart USA program is exactly where we want it. It's ready for you. Louis Westover put our Solo Kart SK2 on the X30 Senior Podium at the opening round of the Supercarts USA Winter Series in January, topping 50 other drivers. And our own Adam Pettit followed suit with a second-place finish in X30 Master. Check out www.solocartusa.com to learn more and break away from the pack. Two thousand nineteen marked a new era for the Cartlift brand, the company that Tim Coyan owned and operated since two thousand three, one with a long tradition of quality products for the karting industry, was purchased by Ted Fashing and his business Stockholm Karting Center in October of two thousand nineteen. Stockholm Karting Center Inc. has added the Cartlift brand to their very successful Triple T Race Products brand that has been fabricating parts for the drag racing industry for the past twenty five years. We're small enough where the owner answers the phone and every call is important to us, but we're large enough to get the job done. We pride ourselves on the quality and personal customer service that we provide on the phone or at the track. Cartlift stands, as you know, can be found at racetracks all over the country. If you race alone or if you're a parent with a cadet or junior driver, let our one-man winch lift make your race days easier. Position the hooks under the rear bumper Push the button and your cart is raised into position and you're ready to go. We have traditional cart stands, single upright storage stands, cart lift stackers for storing two carts at once, tire changers, and skid plate kits. Cart lift stands are available at the finest cart shops around the country or you can order online at cartlift.com. For more information, give us a call at 877-777-8020. That's 877 877- 777-8020. Get a cart lift and leave your crew at home. Welcome back to the EK and Radio Network, episode 35 of This Week in Carding. It is June the 14th right now here uh, in 2021. David Cole, of course, gloating uh, the entire time about the fact that he said that I, I'm sorry, did not run the Super Nationals. <laughs> I did know that, it, that the press release was there that he was supposed to run. I, Correct. I, we'll have to but dig you, in deep. because I'm pretty sure he was there. You, I know it was a while you, back. You've been in this business long enough. Just because a PR said it doesn't mean it happened. Very, very true. All right. Let's, let's wrap up this section of this weekend carding. Uh, David, a lot of our own original editorial coming on ECAN as well. Mainly, of course, what we do in this weekend carding is give you the news segments that have come in uh, from other sources or news segments that we put together. But a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff we've done as well, original editorial on the website. I know there's, Five things that we did over the last couple of weeks. Uh, tell the listeners uh, what else they can find on ECAN. Yeah, of course, uh, right before we taped our last uh, This Week in Karting, we, uh, we were getting ready to head to the Spring Nationals, the Supercarts USA Pro Tour uh, Spring Nationals that was held at Utah Motorsports Campus. So we have all the race coverage uh, available on the site, including the preview and the daily reports from that. 
we did just after that, we did an industry insider on the forward direction motorsports operation in Denver, Colorado, talking about uh, Greg Welch, talking about his history within the sport uh, and what he's been able to do, uh, establishing his own shop and race team and and uh, moving forward with that uh, has uh, been a huge growth uh, kind of helping rebuild yeah. what uh, the Colorado scene looks like in terms of karting, uh, getting you know new customers, old racers back in, just a lot of stuff that he's been able to do uh, as really the primary shop in the state of Colorado. Yeah, and Dave, how good is it to have a brick and mortar shop like that in Colorado? You know, we, you and I go back to when you know, obviously you've been with us with, with me now for seven almost seventeen years, and, and we looked at Colorado at one point was really was truly kind of like this model of how to put a regional program together. There's all these, you know, all the, all the track owners all got together. The Colorado, I think it was called the Colorado state championship. I think it was something like that. Um, it was that they had, they had the Rocky mountain region as well too, yeah. with Supercards USA. Just, it was just such, it was such a, it was, it was a model of, of everybody working together. That obviously kind of fell apart a bit, but to have a, to have Greg Welch and forward direction motorsports, a brick and mortar shop supporting Colorado karting, that's a guy that needs to get taken care of. And he's got an online store as well. So if people are looking to buy something in Colorado or, or even around the, around the, uh, the country, because I know Greg told us he's shipping daily around the, around the country as well. Great shop, Forward Direction Motorsport. Check him out online. Yeah, and then uh, re- most recently we did uh, the race report on the 2021 Quincy Grand Prix. Uh, another historic event there. Bigger numbers than what they had in 2018, yeah. 2019. So certainly the uh, the prestige is back. People are curious and and want to be part of something that is special. The two day racing uh, around the park in Quincy, Illinois. Certainly, uh, there is no other event like it. No, no doubt about that. David, you also put the time in, and I, I, I will give you the kudos, folks, because you don't know how much time it takes for David to put these together. But the shifter car driver rankings and the tag driver rankings coming out uh, as well after some major events. David, not surprising. A.J. Myers has been the dominant driver in shifter car racing over the last year, uh, sweeping both the uh, the spring nats and the winter nats for the Scusa Pro Tour. He's your top driver, number one ranked driver right now in shifter carts. Ryan Orberg, though, still the superstar, four-time Scusa champion, uh, still up on top as the number one ranked driver in the tag rankings. People are, hey, Connor Zilch is doing so good. Um, he, he is. But, David, I think you said, you look over the last however many, you actually wrote that in the article, that even though Zilich is doing so good and finally has enough you know, senior races in the books to get himself into the rankings, Ryan Norberg still with that best record. Yeah, kind of very similar to what he's done in in championships of the past is, you know, just being able to to put in the results that are been needed to be at the top. And that's kind of what he's doing in the, in the driver rankings as well. We kind of did a little breakdown behind the scenes breakdown of the last uh, of the, only the events in 2021 yeah. season. And Norberg still has more points than what Zillage has. And that's all Zillage has. So, uh, you know, essentially, as we move on uh, during the next few months, you know, Zillage is going to need to beat Norberg or get more points than uh, than what Norberg's able to accumulate over the next few uh, major races that that we do have upcoming, and uh, to be able to overtake him in the rankings. But uh, again, it's still open; anybody can do that. Um, you know, we have the USPKS final two events of the year still left to go. We have the um, uh, the Summer Nationals that will be happening in August. That's it. But more importantly, we have the Super Nationals back, and that's a big 
big factor when it comes to driver rankings. If you're if you're one of those drivers in contention at the top and you're able to either come away with a win or a podium finish, that just elevates you even higher than all those other drivers. Well, it's a good ch- opportunity right now to reiterate to folks who, who may look at our driver rankings and say, man, this guy just won four races in a row or whatever. The driver rankings isn't about who is the best driver on a day or a week or a month. It's a sliding one-year scale. So really, we take into account uh, a driver's body of work over a 12-month, not just 2021, but back in you know the 12-month sliding scale. So it really is kind of leveling things out. Yeah, some driver may be the hot ticket right now, but the whole body of work over a year. And I think that's that, that's the beauty of what we do. We've been doing this for, man, I started this thing back at Shifter Card Illustrated in 1999. So this thing has been going for a long time. We fine-tuned it. I love the way it is right now. But again, looking really and, good to see some drivers stepping up. And again, this, you know, because we're still on that that 12-month period where last year we had all six Pro Tour events in two sure. weekends. And so all of that is still on the driver rankings. So again, once we get past, uh, you know, that, uh, it'll, it'll obviously shaken up. It will be shaken up a lot, uh, once we get past the month of August. So when we come around to September, uh, that'll kind of give you the, the, the better view of what the, what the 2021 season has done in terms of rankings. So a lot of original editorial on the website, but obviously one of the things we've done over the last number of years is really dive deep into this podcast program. And we thank so many of you who, uh, who are our subscribers on iTunes or Google play, uh, those of you who are Spotify members, uh, you can get us on Spotify. We're on Podbean as well, iHeartRadio, a number of different other podcast outlets. And wherever you do get your podcast content, please subscribe to the podcast. Give us a review. Obviously, makes uh, gives us uh, more clout in terms of, of, of building the podcast. But, David, we do, we've done a bunch of shows that you put together. Again, everything we do audio-wise, podcast shows, all starts on the EKN Radio Network. Download that from iTunes or Google Play. You're able to get that on your mobile device 24-7, 365, carding content, uh, just like a radio station. So the EKN Radio Network's where everything comes out. But then, David, you take that, all that content, turning into podcasts. And, man, we knocked a, we've knocked out a bunch of content uh, since our last show. Yeah, just to kind of recap uh, what we've done podcast-wise, we now have over 30,000 downloads yeah. over the uh, the 200 episodes, over 200 episodes that we've done. So a lot of uh, a lot of downloading and more to come uh, in the upcoming months and years. Uh, right now, what we have recently that have been published, uh, of, of course, the last This Week in Carding, which was uh, May uh, 19, episode 34, we did our Pro Tour spring nationals coverage we have both the outlap and debrief episodes along with four of the recent face-to-face interviews that we have done uh episode 38 with joe janowski of the stars championship series episode 39 andy stazman of the california rock championship episode 40 with Brittany lowball of the texas sprint racing series along with episode 41 uh covering the united states karting grand prix that will be coming up soon yeah, and the face-to-face shows, folks, are a new thing. We started actually during the, the COVID-19 shutdown last uh, March, April, and May when we were all locked in. We really uh, embraced the, our, our new YouTube channel, so we're growing the YouTube channel. So any of the shows that we do on YouTube, which face-to-face, of course, live video, we take those shows, turn those into podcast content as well, audio-wise, for those of you who love listening to podcasts. So if you not haven't uh, signed up to our YouTube channel, make sure you head over there and subscribe to that as well. A lot more content coming, especially once... I get into my break because I'm pretty busy over the next couple of weeks, but I have a six weekend break uh, 
from July the fourth weekend all through to the Scusa Summer Nationals. So there'll be a lot of content coming out when I get back home into the office in Canada. So, so look for a lot more content coming there. Uh, David, we talked about the EKN Radio Network. What do we got playing uh, this week right now? What's what's happening? We're playing right now, as we speak right now, the 2015 United States Pro Kart Series from the U.S. Air Motorsports Raceway in Shawna, Wisconsin. So a little throwback Tuesday uh, on the radio, a little rewind to uh, 2015. Uh, Obviously, we'll have uh, this week in karting episode that we're taping right now up on the radio this week, along with... I, uh, excuse the summer nationals from the past on Thursday and a little bit more of that on the weekend as well. Obviously we like to grab some of those old shows from the, uh, ECAN trackside live program, get them up there. And David's actually in his process of all the races we do, ECAN trackside live people, a lot of times people will message us, Hey, how can I listen to those? We didn't get a chance to listen to the main events from Sunday, whatever it may be from the spring NAS from USPKS. We're taking all of our ECAN trackside live coverage. David's putting it in audio form. And that's going on the EKN YouTube channel as well. A lot of, of course, audio availability there. So if you are looking for some to listen to maybe some of the races that you may have missed from our EKN Trackside Live events, David's putting them into audio form for YouTube. So definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're definitely going to be leveraging that a lot more uh, in, in, in the coming months and coming years. Uh, David, let's wrap things up. Uh, we're going to be back on the road, but not yet. Really, you've got almost another month at home, which is good. We've got a lot of work to do, a lot of catching up to do. Uh, you're actually going racing this coming weekend at Mid-Ohio uh, with the Dark Car Club, which I think is kick-ass. you get back behind the wheel, you and your dad heading down there. But we do have some EK and Trackside Live events coming up, right? You're heading to uh, back to the USPKS July 9th to the 11th. Yes, heading back to Wisconsin, where you will actually be this weekend. Uh, Road America, the SeaTech Manufacturing Motorplex uh, in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. It'll be rounds five and six of the United States Pro Kart Series. Uh, kind of the the, uh, the uh, the beginning of the second half of the season for that program. So uh, the championship chases will get a little bit more defined, and we'll see if uh, we'll have some new winners. Uh, it certainly should be a big event. We'll see if uh, we can continue that over 200 uh, entry mark uh, as we move forward on that program. Yeah, the USPKS is just killing it this year. A lot of people having some fun out there. They've assembled a fantastic team of staff, and again, a lot of new teams coming in to be part of it. It's uh, obviously one of the one of the primary programs. You got to think the USPKS and the Scusa uh, Pro Tour are really those two big national series that happen throughout the season. Uh, and speaking of the Pro Tour, and as David said, this will be probably a monumental shift to a certain extent. It will have a significant effect, let me put it that way, on our EK and driver rankings. Last year, the entire Scusa Pro Tour into a two-weekend marathon, the summer festival, as, as David called it, uh, for the Pro Tour with COVID. Uh, once we get through the August 13th to 15th Scusa Pro Tour Summer Nationals, last year's, those six events from last year will be gone off the driver rankings. It'll be the new events. So we will be trackside, the ECAN trackside live tour presented by Cooper Tires. Again, as I said, mid-August at Newcastle Motorsports Park. David will cap off this year's Scusa Pro Tour Summer Nats. Some of, the, some of the championships are tight. Some of them almost locked up right now. But it'll be good to get back to Newcastle, pack that place up for a, for a, a really good event to cap off the Pro Tour. Yeah, a number of championships uh, up for grabs still. Uh, maybe one or two that are kind of handily in position for for certain drivers, including such as AJ Myers, our our EKN shifter cart driver rankings number one. But uh, yeah, it's certainly uh, it should be an exciting weekend 
uh, heading back to Newcastle again for what is it now? Uh, this will be year six that uh, Supercarts USA has been going there. Started in 2015 and uh, has continued to go back and back uh, with the with the summer nationals at uh, at Newcastle. Yeah, it really has been the the, the kind of the capper for it. Those of you who don't know. Early years of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour, it was the Spring Nationals, the Summer Nationals, and then the finals was actually the Scusa Super Nationals. They changed that, as David said, in 2015. And they and they haven't released a track map, so I we'll know, see. Just, uh, say I that. just clicked over to it. And I'm like, I wonder what we're going to be doing because you yeah, know, right. obviously, with a festival, we did uh, what what they call the long track, uh, using that extra sections uh, of the of the of the of the facility to uh, to make it the, that super mile or whatever they call it uh with the big jump in the back they use that for the first three rounds then they went backwards for the uh the last three rounds so again backwards has been the uh the, the focus this year with uspks going backwards stars championship this past weekend going backwards so it'll uh, it'll be interesting to see which uh which track layout supercarts usa does select for the weekend I'm just going to throw out there that if, if both those other series went backwards, we're probably going to be going in the other direction for Scusa. <laughs> That's typically would, how it happens. Yeah, right, right. I would just throw that out there. Yeah. All right, folks, that caps off another edition of This Weekend Carding. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much. When it does come out, do us a favor. It always helps if you see it, the post on social media, if you share it for us. Share it, like it, you know, retweet, whatever. Retweet with a quote, whatever it may be. The more we push this stuff out to people in the community, the bigger and better we're going to be at ecardinews.com, and we do appreciate everything you brought. David, let's cap things off. Any final thoughts this week in carding? Lots of good stuff coming. I know that you're going to be announcing, uh, I believe, our uh, May Driver of the uh, yeah May Driver of the Month pretty soon, too. Yeah, May Driver of the Month article will be coming. We got some more race reports that'll be, uh, that'll be published up on the website this week and next week, uh, and some other uh, articles that we're working on, uh, new uh, Franklin Academy that uh, we'll talk about, and some other sure, things like as well. Well, I'll be flat out for the rest of this week, folks. But when I get back, a little break in the action. We'll get a bunch more podcasts and shows, face-to-face shows, so roundtable shows lined up for you on the YouTube channel. But otherwise, thank you so much for listening to this edition of the podcast. Hope your season is going well so far. We're just into the early part of the summer here on July the 14th. Good to see people getting back to the racetrack. As I mentioned, David and his dad heading to the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course this coming weekend to do some road racing. Good to see David getting the helmet back on, getting back behind the wheel. I'm hopefully going to be doing some driving when I get back to Canada in July and August because, again, it's time. Uh, to really get into the meat of the season. Hope you're all having a, a great uh, summer and, and a great season. Again, thank you so much for tuning into the EKN Radio Network. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. <laughs>